This episode of Witch Police Radio is brought to you by the Sunwolf label. They're putting out eclectic music from Winnipeg and beyond, and their next release is by Katie and the Wolves. It's an album called The Wild Unknown, drops March 22nd. Stay tuned to thesunwolflabel.com for more information about the great bands and releases they have coming up. This episode is also brought to you by our friends at the Park Theatre. This episode of Witch Police Radio is my interview with Katie and the Wolves, a local blues rock band that is getting ready to release their debut album. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you probably heard the ad uh, we've been running at the top of the podcast for their new album, which is coming out March 22nd. So we had a really good conversation about playing the blues in Winnipeg, about kind of the grittiness uh, of, of being a blues band with a harder edge. We talk about the record, when it's coming out, we talk about the release show, kind of the history of the band, and a lot more. It's a really fun episode with a really fun band, and I think a lot of people are going to really dig this record when it comes out. If you're listening to this show on the day it's released, Katie and the Wolves are also performing tonight, Wednesday night, live at the Roslyn with our friends the Village Idiots. So go onto Facebook, go to the Village Idiots Facebook page, and you can tune in tonight and watch a full live set by Katie and the Wolves. A few weeks ago on social media, I asked if anyone had an old laptop or an old computer that they'd be willing to uh, donate to the show, or trade for some records, or something like that. And I actually got a really good response. A lot of people were wanting to help out. Uh, Not everyone had something they could offer, but people tried to point me in the right direction. And uh, it's really encouraging to see that that many people enjoy the show, and want to see it keep going, and want to help out with the equipment. But I really want to thank Winnipeg rap legend McEnroe, who's currently living in BC. I don't know him personally, we have a lot of mutual friends, and I've interviewed a lot of people on his Peanuts and Corn label on the show in the past. But I've been a fan of his for a really long time, dating back to my teenage years when he was in Farm Fresh. And uh, he responded to me kind of out of the blue on Twitter and saying, you know, he had a computer that he'd be willing to send my way. And he did. And that's what this is being edited on today. So uh, I can't thank him enough, um, you know, for the generosity. Uh, now I have uh, the ability to edit the show Without rushing, uh, previously I was using a shared computer that I only had a limited amount of time on, and this just opens up a lot of doors for me to uh, make the show better, really. So big shout out to McEnroe, big shout out to Peanuts and Corn Records, it's definitely cool that people were interested in helping out the podcast, but it's even cooler that it's someone that, uh, whose music I've looked up to for a really long time. You're listening to Garbage Hill, one of the first podcast network. Welcome to Witch Police Radio. I am in a house surrounded by people and a dog. <laughs> and I'm here with, uh, I guess, almost all of the members of Katie the Wolves. Yeah, minus one. Minus Chris. one. So I think because of the amount of people we have here, the best way to probably start things off would be to sort of go around the table, everyone identify what they do in the group and what instrument they play, and that's the same thing. But yeah, their name and instrument, and we'll go from there. So. My name's Jenny. I play bass, and I just started doing some backup vocals. Cool. I'm Katie, and I'm the, I guess, front person, and I play guitar, and I sing. Jeremy on the drums. How you doing? <laughs> Sean on the harp, uh, a little bit of 
backup vocals and uh, I was going to try to think of something funny there, but you know, <laughs> tenor triangle. Yeah, yeah. Whip, whipping that one out. And then who, who are you missing here? That was Chris, our, Chris, our the lead, lead guitar. guitar. Lead guitar. Okay, yeah. okay. So I guess like the first question I have is, how long has this actually been a group? Because I know you've been doing stuff, you know, solo. I guess you know a bunch of videos and things kind of leading up to this. But how long has this actually been a unit? Jeez, almost three years, right? I, I think, think it's something about like that. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It has been. I was just looking back the other day. <laughs> yeah. Because like, yeah. we're on the third it's year of Rattlesnake Fest. Yeah. So okay. That's what okay. I was. Yeah. Yeah. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah. I was looking at the yeah. Rattlesnake Fest. That was our first 2017. show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And has it been essentially the same lineup? Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So I guess like for uh, people who may not have heard you before, and, and since you have an album coming out soon, um... I hate asking this question. It's a shitty thing to start off with, but how do you, how do you define what you do? Because I have my ideas of what it is based on hearing it, but you know, if someone says, oh, hey, I hear you in a band, how do you explain it? What's the, is there like a simple sort of short form you go to? Oh, yeah, we play... Like it's a heavy blues rock kind of, uh, you know, outfit, I suppose. Maybe a little yeah. garage a little, a little bit of garage in there. A little there. psychedelic. A little psychedelic, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Not as twangy, a little more, a little more heavy and grungy than sure. that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> in, in your face, she's the only one who's in people's face. In nice yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's into right now. She's still in everybody's face, but that's why we love Jenny. I love you guys too. Yeah. Can't turn your neck. Yeah, no, not being perfect. You actually can't turn your neck. No. <laughs> <laughs> what what she, she, she's going to roll all the rocks out of bed. Sucks. Uncomfortable eye contact. So is uh is a blues rock is the thing though? I mean, is that kind of the yeah yeah the blues rock, garagey, yeah. you know, a little a little uh, a little bit more distorted, heavier than uh, than you know just your typical blues, I suppose. Okay. You know. And I, I guess how, how did that come about? Because I mean, I know Winnipeg. You know, obviously Winnipeg has a lot of heavy bands. Winnipeg also has a really really strong. Uh, you know, country, roots, blues, bluegrass, all those genres that are sort of interrelated scene. And I think, yeah. I, I think, I think, well, you came, you guys came from a, a heavier outfit, right? Uh, yeah, like, uh, there was a what, quagmire, was it was quite, uh, quite uh, heavy, and then you know, yeah. I, I, I played a lot of more country okay. kind of songs, and the harmonica sort of kind of mellows things out a little bit there, too. So maybe, maybe that, yeah, we kind of, kind of graduated. To the sound, like I started out in a heavier, like seventy-seven guns, okay, just yeah, like yeah. kind of more face meltery stuff, mm -hmm. and then I was in another band with Kaylin called Blackhound, which was a little bit more like straight rock ahead rock and roll, okay, okay. kind of sound, and then it just yeah, it's an amalgamation of everything. I came I from the Pink Slips and your mom and right. Yield Trip, it's and it's still very very punk rock, rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's a lot of fun having the variety. Okay. the bands you know and it's a lot of fun to play in multiple music scenes and meet new people all the time sure try different venues i find that this band really is a great is a great outfit for a lot of different venues you know it's pretty versatile mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. really well, excited about that. i guess you can you can fit into a lot of categories right i mean if you want to play yeah, a distracted rock things. show you can do that you want to play a country yeah. show you can fit there yeah. we can kind of tweak that. our set too because we actually yeah. we have a lot it's a little more user-friendly for so. the other users of our music. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Do you feel like there's a thing, I, I noticed a lot of people locally doing this, and it might not just be local, maybe everywhere, where people start in heavy bands and punk bands and metal bands, and they all inevitably start moving towards country, and then one day just end up playing country music. Yeah, I think so. I think because I think it's a little, like, uh, not that it's easier to play, play the heavier bands, but it's a good, like, sort of start, starting point. And sure. I think you're younger and you're a little more angry. Oh, you have yeah, more aggression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. definitely not as angry as I used to be. Yeah, I, I, I think you sort of refine it a little bit there, and then, sure. you know, and then, uh, you know, you start going into country, think, the white man blues, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. You know? I yeah. think it's something that you, are, you can age gracefully doing okay, as okay. well, right? Sure. So, like, you know, there's a lot of timeless country music songs, and... Uh, 
different. And blues songs and what have you. So I think mm-hmm. it just seems like a natural transition. If you want to do music for a long time, yeah. they seem like a natural route to take because, you know, have, there's a lot of uh, like older artists in those type of genres and they still do really well sure. even in their old age. So Sure. And I guess you can broaden the scope of where you're playing as much as you some yeah. hole in the wall, like the punk rock, you know, you're going to, exactly. you're sort of limited. I mean, you know, you're not going to be able to play some country fair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. But, yeah. Oh, we have though. Like it yeah. was weird because we actually started playing like a lot more like country based festivals yeah. when we first came out and now we're kind of backtracking and doing more of the city gigs okay. now. So I think that was kind of maybe what was confusing for people because we played so many of these country shows. Yeah. Like, oh, you're a yeah. country band. It's like, no, mm. not really. Yeah. <laughs> I also think that we're Just... really lucky in Winnipeg and then, you know, a few miles outside of Winnipeg too to have the variety totally. of venues and festivals. I noticed that that's really growing strong in the last few years. Well, there's so many. Every week there's a new festival, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Large, it's yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. Well, where do you fit in then within the local scene? Because, I mean, you seem like you can kind of uh, morph between scenes, but do you feel like you're part of the the whole country roots thing or do you think you're more in the rock scene or like where, where do you kind of I think I thought, I think or do you float I think we float a little bit there and I, th- I think one face pretty uh, like um, uh, like in, in favor of that you know yeah like for sure people yeah. are able to just sort of like move like in any sort of direction they want and kind of you know uh, as long as you're as long as you're good and you hit your root notes and everything like that <laughs> you, get to, you get people tapping their toes they don't really care what it is you sure. know if you get them yeah. moving around that's all that got a lot of musical so, chameleons they though. told like, I know yeah. A yeah, lot exactly. of other punk dudes that are in like you know yeah, you rock and roll or like country, like a lot mm-hmm. of them are kind of ha- have similar sediments to what they're trying to say in their Definitely. music. You know, there's a lot of badass country. A lot oh of yeah, badass yeah, yeah, for country, sure. You know? I'm a huge like, fan of mixed genre shows. Yep. Personally, mm-hmm. I've done punk and yeah. rap and hip hop kind of thing, and yeah. I find that it's always been a really nice, positive, accepting crowd. You know, so I, I feel like if we go play with, you know, a rap artist or another like maybe full-on country band or something there's not going to be a problem and everyone's going to have a good time mm-hmm. brings out some new ears yeah our yeah. fourth year we'll be adding the rap to the rap sure, well. sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah no but that, that is cool because I, I think that there's i think because of the way people consume music now there's a tendency for not everyone obviously but people to sort of stick in their lane and, and mm. because they can if you want to listen to only country forever mm. now you can do it you don't you can avoid literally everything else and just Immerse yourself in that, but it's so yeah, it's cool when people are mixing the genres because mm-hmm. there's it's diversified, yeah, 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 it opens up and doors to new stuff, and so. opens brains, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the album that you have coming out, it's the what the 22nd, is that what it's? Yeah, March 22nd. Yeah. How long has that been in the works? Uh, a year, about, about that, yeah. <laughs> a year, yeah, but it's it's self produced, um, with and Greg Arcade has been helping a yep. lot with he did the drum engineering and. He just, he has the ears, he can hear things that I can't hear, sure. but I do, like I did the guitars on it, and I do have a big part in the mixing, okay. and what have you. Um, so I guess, essentially, it is co-produced, but because, you know, I chose to do it myself, yeah. I could take as long as I want on it, and okay. what have you, so. Okay. So is it, um, I mean, are these songs you guys have been playing for a long time? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do they, um... Is there a danger? I, I often wonder this when bands, you know, release an album and it's songs they've been doing for three years or four years. Is there a danger of that seeming stale by the time the album comes out? To you? No, not to the audience because it's new to them. But, I mean, is there a problem of, like, now that you've finally got these songs out, oh, shit, we've moved, you know, way beyond this well, to think, something else. I think she's already got, uh, like, a whole other album's worth of songs that we haven't been playing. Right, yet, But, right. I mean, even, for example, like, there's songs that we, 
we've taken out of this and we haven't played for a while that are on the album okay. that we, we came back and we're like, oh yeah, that was that was a damn well, fun yeah, song to play. Song. Yeah, okay. you know, and so and they never get they never get stale. They're always there's always something to improve on. There's always like new ways to tweak it and new ways to play it, and, and they're just fun to play anyway. So it's just like they don't really get too old. You know, okay. I don't think there's one song that I that I I get sick of. I think we just try new things with it all the time and okay. it always change change the way we play it. You know, so we do know quite a bit of songs now, so we like constantly mm-hmm. switch things up sure. and can pick mm-hmm. and choose what we want to play what we don't want to play then we can revisit things so there seems to be a lot of variety so always something really... in the vault yeah, okay. yeah okay. exactly yeah. there's but... no stinkers though you know well, that's good that's, that's what you want I'm not opposed to that you gotta have a couple stinkers in, yeah. in a few songs you know some of them, and they turn out to be uh, you know in some albums I'll listen to and everything you know some of those uh, turn out to be really good but uh, I, I enjoy every single one we play you know okay. it's, always, it's always a lot of fun do you think the sound since you started has, has progressed I mean, has it sort of changed with the years, or, or is it sort of just tinkering with the same Tight, formula? Tightened up quite yeah. a bit. Yeah, tightened up very much. I so. think in, in the beginning, Katie had, like, written the bulk of, of the songs, and now, I mean, she uh, she still does, but, like, we kind of have a little bit more input as, okay. as a whole okay. kind of thing. Yeah, like, even Chris has thrown a couple things in there, too, mm-hmm. you know, where he had started, and then we just added on to, which I think is super cool, and yeah. I look forward to more of that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oftentimes, we'll start our jams just by just jamming some whatever, mm-hmm. you know, he'll Love just start that. playing a riff, I'll start playing harmonica, and then we just all start going, and then Katie gets all bright eyed and presses record on <laughs> yeah. her iPhone there, and then yes. we morph that into a song. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A whole other album just to Yeah, yeah, song. exactly, <laughs> you know? So she'll get that, and she'll get ideas and start putting lyrics and stuff towards okay. it, and then okay. we bring it downstairs, and, and we kind of, like, just sort of tweak it as a band and say, like, where, what's going to go where, and how, how can we make this, uh, you know, sound what it is. But it, it's always it's always changing. Once we get to the CD status and actually record the songs, it's a little more set in stone. But even then, we still experiment a little bit, you know? I think but, we have, like, a really good band chemistry where, you know, we can throw out ideas and stuff like that and no one's ever feeling like they're stepping on people's toes and we always just have a really good time Mm -hmm. like every musician like just gets along so well and just when when we play we can just like you know start playing something random and then it evolves into something else and everything seems to happen pretty organically yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Thoughtless almost. Yeah, that's that's the fun of it though too. You know, like this album is becoming thoughtless now that we we don't have to think about like where our stops are and everything. You right, know? right. And that that's like that's like when when you get in that sweet spot, you know, it's almost and then you have time to move on to the new album, but still. Uh, the, well, if you're still in the album, zone though, if you're still yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that, yeah. That, and that's why it's like when when you get in that zone, it's all it's always so fun to go back to the to that place. Sure. You know, and it just gets you right back into that mindset you know so i feel like we do a lot of reading each other's body language too yeah you know yeah. if there's stops or pauses eyebrow or goes, yes. Yes. oh yes we can't really tell yeah, yeah. but yeah and that too you know over, really cool. over a few a few years of just you know like just kind of understanding what like where where what our best dynamic is to standing next to the you know who stands next to where sure. and, and just you know just kind of having that sort of stage dynamic I mean, there's so many different dynamics well, on that stage. just takes time literally it, it, exactly yeah. on stage in the basement it's different than on stage than you know versus like or however it is but the whole thing is just to be comfortable in any sort of situation okay. and just you know just just uh, you know kind of um Go, and even when you make little mistakes, just to be able to flow right through it and just kind of pick right back up. Yeah. Because you know? they happen, and that's 
half the fun, you know. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. How to pull it out of that, and make sure nobody else knows except you. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Don't make the face. The... Yeah, 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 well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Half the time, the mistakes you're, you're the one who hears the mistake. I, yeah. got, I got on stage many times, and people came up and like, I'm like, oh god, I played like shit. And then they all that was amazing. Like, yeah. oh, that was amazing. I'm like, no, yeah. what do you, what do you know? They're like, you know what? I did my job up there. They thought it was great. I thought it was great, and so I started kind of like kicking myself so much for it, you know. And as when you do that, you just you become that much better. Well, you're, you're, you are your own worst critic. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. 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 I think every yeah. musician goes through that, right? Where yeah. they, they play something and think it was horrible. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, that was so great. Can I buy your yeah. album? Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, it's, that, that, it's funny, that thing you just, uh, what you just mentioned about the whole, uh, you know, on stage and, mm. and the eyebrow language and all that. Yeah, right. it, it reminds me of when you see punk bands when they first start out and they all yeah. do the part, you know, where there's a stop and everyone jumps yeah. and then lands at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. The first, like, eight times that doesn't work. One guy's up here, one guy's yeah. down there. Yeah. And then once that's tight, you know that they have something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is the version of that, right? The physical version of of hitting your root node. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, That's cool. That's cool.
so um, the album itself, um, I know it's coming out later in the month, but um, I had a question about it. And just <laughs> <laughs> um, it was recorded. It was recorded here. Yes. Okay. Right okay. here in this house, in this living room. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're sitting in it. Yeah. Yeah. You're sitting in the album. <laughs> was that was that on purpose though? Like, were you going for a specific sound with yeah. the, the home recording? I had actually gone. I was in another studio. It was at uh, it was Stereo Bus. Okay. Like, a beautiful studio, and it's all like preserved 1970s everything. I was like, oh, it's perfect. I should <laughs> record here. And I was talking to Paul Yi, mm-hmm. and he, I was telling him like the type of sound that I wanted. And I said, well, I really want that like garage rock sound. He's like, well, why don't you just record in a garage? Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, That's yeah. genius. Why don't I just do it in a garage? Yeah. I don't have a garage, so yeah. it's yeah. like, let's just do it in the house. And, and also it kind of frees you up to like to sit there and be able to work on it, but you yeah. don't have that, that, that set amount of time sure. in the studio yeah. because it is expensive as it should be because it's like... Well, you're not rushed, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, you know? And like uh, there, there's different different sounds you get from, from these different things. And you can do a lot with uh, just uh, equipment these days is really really you know like just for the, the regular user of equipment, oh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I mean like you don't have to have a whole studio if you have like some good equipment and some good uh, um, uh, pro- software on your computers and stuff like that you can do a lot with it absolutely you know? well I'm like I'm also a sound engineer so yeah. it makes sense to well Greg has the ear for garage rock because he did so much did garage a lot of rock that, yeah. when yeah. he was younger right yeah. and that's the sound that I wanted so I'm like whatever you're doing mm-hmm. that's kind of what I want this to sound like mm-hmm. so I've been bouncing a lot of ideas off of him and letting him take the reins when it comes to trying to find that specific sound and okay. then I kind of fill in, in the, the gaps and what have you so it doesn't have to be there for the entire process. Mm-hmm. Is, is the sound that you were going for, is, is it more of like a kind of casual live sort of sound or was it, uh, just because the living room idea, you, you know, it implies that a bunch of people hanging around with guitars sort of, yeah, yeah doing a loose uh, thing. We, we, we did record it like individually yeah. as well, yeah. right? So we, we'd lay some down and we just kind of listen and lay it over that so it doesn't have that whole just one band in a in sure, one location sure. at once there but uh it does have the feel and then also just like i i, I think that like it comes on the music just the feeling of being in this place yeah, just a real, relaxed you know what i mean sure it doesn't feel so yeah that you're on the clock and everything like that you can come here have a couple beers be casual mm-hmm. do as many runs as you want and not feel like you oh you got to make this one happen yeah, you know yeah. i mean because yeah. you can go back as many times as you want yeah you're not feeling it that day that's yeah. okay we'll yeah. just find another yeah. day that works better exactly. and then come back try again yeah. So. cool yeah, yeah it was like drums first and then whoever can do the this day you know do your mm. tracks and whoever can come in the other day do your tracks Okay. Cool. Mm. You know, I never felt pressured or, you know, any type of stress yeah, during this We all recording. got day jobs and stuff, yeah. so it's a yeah, lot easier yeah. just to kind of pop in here when we can, you know, and then like, and then, and then after that too, I mean, just like once we recorded those songs and had them down, when we went down and practiced them, those were just like, even though we didn't record them all together, the, those songs automatically became that much more time. Sure. Yeah. And the amount of time each one of you spent yeah, on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, just playing in your ears and it just it sticks with you, you know, and then, and, uh, yeah. How do, how do you feel about the finished product now that you now that it's done and it's ready to come out and, and you've listened back to it? Well, it's almost finished. Almost finished. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Coming out very soon. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I, it's the way that I wanted it yeah. to sound okay. essentially. Yeah. So, um, dot some eyes, cross some T's, and you know. Yeah, exactly. But it sounds it sounds amazing. Of the yeah. of the finished products that I've heard that she's meat me potatoes are delicious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna put the gravy on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just it. <laughs> And is there, I'm assuming there's a, there is, I'm not assuming, I know there is a release show yes. happening for it. What, what are the details on that? Um, it'll be at Times Changed, uh, March 22nd, and we're playing with uh, The Great Steelhead and The Tims. Cool, okay. Mm-hmm. I've been wanting to play a show with both those bands for yeah. 
a while, so I took that as the opportunity. Like, good, this uh, is the perfect opportunity yeah, to do this. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's gonna fit. be a good night. So, do you think the time is a good fit for you guys? It seems to me like it would be absolutely. That's that's my that's so. my second home. So yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't, uh, yeah, that's the only bar I really go to, and that was that's a big country bar as well too. But even they are like expanding it with so many sure. different acts and everything mm-hmm. in sure. there now. Now with that they have the uh, they uh, they revitalize the whole place and put a lot of money into it. They have yeah. lots of different acts there, and uh, you know, but there's it's just um, it, it's just a wonderful you know it's a it's a good dive bar with great music and it's a you know just because it's, but like it's a, a colorful hockey. atmosphere oh, yeah. yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. Sure. super yeah. cozy yeah. and yeah. i can run a bar tab there for weeks <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but it's just kind of like being in a large living room right so yeah. i mean you get the same exactly. vibe you yeah, have here yeah exactly yeah. well exactly why i feel like it's such a perfect fit yeah you know? plus mm-hmm. i've never played there before so it's exciting yeah. I like it's on the bucket list. Yeah, it's yeah. and it's like you know, it's it's a little more it's a, it's a little more um, um, uh, intimate. You know what I mean? It's 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 easier oh, yeah. to pack a room like that. And yeah, that you got a good sound in there. Um, like it's it's yeah, it's one of the one of my favorite yeah, bars. Actually, for that the reason. heart of heart of the city, mm-hmm. heart of downtown. Sure. Mm-hmm. Do you think that there is um. This is something that has come up a lot when I'm talking to, uh, I know you're not country bound, but specifically like country musicians and, and related genres, is that I feel like, and I hope I didn't ask this when I had both of you on the show previously, like last year, <laughs> but I feel like um, Winnipeg has, people in Winnipeg like to hear music that is, especially rootsy kind of music, that mm. is somehow like dirty or broken or grimy, mm. and like... Obviously there are some artists who are very clean sounding and then they do well, but there's like seems to be a definite... And maybe it goes back to the punk guys, you know, switching over to country in their old age or something. But like, do you do you feel like there's a Winnipeg kind of people like the, the something sounding slightly off? Like, yeah, dirtier, yeah, dirtier yeah, music. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think Winnipeggers are a little like rough around the edges because you think of they like how cold be. it is sure, all the time sure. and <laughs> some of the stuff you have to put up with and what have you. So I think like people have you know thicker skin, but I think mm-hmm. it's a in a good way. Yeah, like, yeah, it's definitely yeah. not a negative. A lot of Winnipeggers got like a DIY. Uh, totally, yeah. Attitude yeah. towards stuff, and I think that's just like a natural sound that kind of okay. comes out of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very true. It's like a culture. It's like our own culture that we yeah. have. So. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's like just the harsh climate and everything we live in. It's just like you, you kind of put your bullshit aside, you know, like in these, like when you get to like uh, minus 30, when you're dealing with weather that you can die within 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Five see, minutes. you yeah. see people getting stuck in the snow and like or people are jumping everybody. It doesn't matter anything about you, your race, your creed, or wherever the yeah. hell you oh, yeah. from. Yeah. People are just helping each other out. And, you know, as, as, as such, I think uh, music's really important to people around here because it's just, it's something to do so you don't lose your damn mind, you mm. know? It brings people together. It exactly. kind of gives you an, re- an excuse to mm-hmm. get out of the house when it is so miserable out. Yeah. So it's a good yeah. time for writing and recording, I feel. Absolutely. Yeah, because yeah. you're in your like, locked indoors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. what the hell else are we Yeah, that's why right? Winnipeg's got such a strong lock on, on the just creative culture, totally. in general, yeah. art, music, whatever. Yeah, yeah. People, else people got do? time to, to yeah. hone that to create in this weather, you know? Yeah. You can binge watch this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Why in that? Like, healthy amount of all of that. Yeah. Yeah. I think all of us do. Yeah. 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 But I think that, like, Winnipeg also, and I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but I feel like Winnipeg also, um, the music scene is, I don't want to say educated, but they're, they're smart enough to see through bullshit. Yeah. Like I think that there's like there's a really strong bullshit detector with most local music fans, and they want something that's authentic, and they can kind of tell if something is just fake. Yeah. And, and like, do you? I mean, I'm not suggesting that you guys are fake, but I, like, no, 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 no,
band playing, you know, a form of blues, mm. do you feel like there is there is a need to be authentic to what blues sounds like, or can you just go and say this is our take on this? This is what we're comfortable doing. This is our yeah, it's I our take. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's your, take, I think it's your take. And then when we do have some covers, we try to be you know like uh, you know, put our spin on it, but at, at the same time pay respects to the original sure. uh, product and everything like that. Sure. But even that, as as long as you're playing it with you know enough emotion and like you can tell if somebody's really not into it. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're just mailing it in versus uh, whether you really you know like really are feeling what you do and you know a lot of that has to do with all the sweat that comes off yeah you yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> it's a lot about the soul too well that, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. yeah if you don't have a soul and you're, you're gonna see right through it so yeah. Mm-hmm. um yeah so I, I like that we can we can take and be like this is how we do the blues sure so mm-hmm. it might not some people might not even consider it blues but this is what we consider right so. mm-hmm. right okay because yeah blues is so emotion based right mm-hmm. i mean like if it's not you can't feel the emotion you're going to be kind of like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Just that old blues song. Like, I got the blues from my head to my shoes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, there's no more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But there's so much of that stuff, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what yeah. I'm saying. You yeah. know, yeah. and that definitely exists there, but you don't you don't see that too too much. And and you know, and God bless him because everybody needs a a, a stepping stone. You know what I mean? Somewhere to start. And I. Lord knows I started with just the regular old standards and didn't put much emotion into it until I really learned how to do that, you yeah. know, but so you can't, uh, can't shit on everybody for that, but, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I guess from a, from a songwriting perspective, how, how do you, like, how do you find that emotion to put into a song? I mean, how do you find soul as a, as a writer? To put into a song because it would be easy to just do that really i mean especially with the blues because yeah. it's such a standardized format sort of it would be easy to kind of phone it in and do that you know mm-hmm. blues to my, to my shoes thing like yeah. how, how do you how, how do you get that emotion across i guess in a format that's not really restricted but it's it's got kind of a, a basic pattern that it follows right yeah um kind of just giving it your all when okay. you do it um like, is it more about the performance of it versus the, the writing, or is it both? I think it's both. Um, There's so many ways it comes to you. Somebody's just start noodling around with, yeah. a, with, a, with, a, with a certain, like we said, like when we just started playing the, a chord or something, or a progression sure. downstairs, and it just turns into something, and it just becomes its own thing. You know, like there, there's so many different formulas there. I don't know if, there, if there's one that's any sort of true way of doing it, just how, you, how, it, how it feels at the time, what, what the, you know, what, you just kind of let them let it go where it goes and okay. just sort of follow it. You're just kind of a, you know, like a, a conduit for it. <laughs> I also feel like the fact that we all get along so well and we're all so comfortable with each other too right. is a huge factor. Yeah, you know, you sometimes you can watch a band on stage and you can just tell that, you know, they hate each other. This is their second last <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah. Look at all these darting yeah. glares. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel like we have any of that. And I'll, I will admit that... I didn't know Sean or Jeremy going into this. Kind of know, heard of them, but didn't okay. know them. And I feel like I've known you guys for a number of years now because I'm mm. that comfortable with you now. Mm. We can all joke around, have a good time, and then, okay, yeah, so let's just see what what happens with this rip. And <laughs> right. then, bam, okay, great, we've got a song, and Kaylin has recorded it. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I like when we don't notice. I feel like that's the best. Yeah. Well, because you're not trying to put yeah. on a performance. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. and then, then there's yeah. less yeah. pressure. Yeah. Okay, we've got that saved for later. Perfect. We'll give the rough draft, you and know? she cleans it up. And sure <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Polishes it. Oh yeah, I feel like if we didn't have that, we'd be kind of screwed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Do you often go back to those recordings, like to, to sort yes. of yeah. figure oh, out yeah. how to yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah. Lots she she records them all, and then like we just uh, and then we'll we'll make something happen out of them. And sometimes a song happens, and I you know, like I forgot we even played it downstairs. Mm-hmm. Right. All of a sudden, like this this riff's uh, wrote, and then uh, we're jamming it now. You know, so. Well, it started of me like bringing. The mm-hmm. songs to everyone, and then we started that thing where we would just warm up 
at yeah. jam, and then that's when I started hitting record. And I'm like, there's so much gold here yeah. from, yeah. from these jams. So then the process kind of switched, and it's like, oh, okay, I can take this these ideas that everyone kind of contributed to in this like random organic way, and sure. then mm-hmm. I can kind of yeah. yeah like tweak and them, and like turn them into something. Ten second lick that turns into like a fully realized. <laughs> sure. Yeah. 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 I feel like we need to give Chris a lot of credit in that department too. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. He's the best at starting these simple yeah. little licks that turn <laughs> into this it. big barrage yeah. of just yeah, like the guitar oh, what just always happened? starts there, and then yeah. I start playing some harp on there, and oh, then yeah. the drums come in, and then it's just yeah. I think Chris usually starts them. He just has this yeah, lick, this random lick that'll okay. play, yeah, and then yeah. we all just kind of jump there and we're like, "That's cool." Oh, you yeah. ripped Master Five Thousand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. He gets started way before the rest of us. We're all setting up, and he's already like already playing all the songs in. Well, his nickname back in the day was actually. King Midas, because okay. whatever uh, guitar he picked up or whatever band he played in, like his wrists were always just gold. Okay. Like he okay. couldn't write a stinker, so yeah. used to call him King Midas. Yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> a lot of people that like, see package. some of my friends who come to shows, it's like, who is that on guitar? Like, how do they yeah. play like that? Because I find a lot of people don't get to hear the type of sound that he has to offer very often right. mm-hmm. you know and it just comes in so naturally not like he comes to jam and like we need to do this or you need to learn this he just sits down and yeah, starts playing and we're like hey that's fun goes. you know <laughs> you don't need to say anything yeah. you know but that's with the blues too like you, sometimes you just hear the music like before sure. the lyrics even kick or anything you can just you can feel the blues and yeah, yeah. i think that's why i love it so much and why so much of it like, like leaked into all the music because i don't know it's the blues and i is there, did you have, um, like, are your songs, when you perform them live, are they open to jamming? Like, are they open to be, or are they fairly structured? Not too much so far. Fairly structured. We're fairly structured in terms of, like, on our stage and stuff now. Yeah. We, but but um, we we haven't really done a lot of the jam. We, we kind of reserve that down for downstairs mm-hmm. and then kind of polish that up and then bring it up. Okay. Bring it up on stage. There's not that we're opposed to that. It's, just we, it's not been... Not been done on stage yet. Usually, because we're we're pretty constrained for time. Sure yeah, enough, we yeah. Share the stage with other people, yep. so you know, as much as we want to play our version of Inagata de Vida, you know, our, <laughs> yeah. our, our, our yeah. version, you know, that's yet to happen. Right? Yeah. Stay yeah. here for the twenty second. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't mean that level of jamming, but you know, because facetious, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but just because the blues is flexible yeah. in the sense that it's you know a, a very simple pattern, and then whatever was yeah. on top of that, right? Yeah, we, we do we do go off a little bit and extend things a little bit here and there, but uh, we, we we do keep it pretty uh, pretty tight for the for our songs. Are just to, you know like not that we wouldn't go off a. Uh, off of a script uh, anytime soon, but we just haven't done that too much, you know. But blues is so like. It's quite a big genre too. Sure. You can you can think like I don't know, Muddy Waters or something, but I think like Rory Gallagher. Yeah, two which very is very different. Yeah, people, yeah. Like, yeah, very different sounds. Um, but Rory just like has this like I love Rory. <laughs> he's like yeah. huge influence. Oh, yeah. um, but he's he's just he's crazy and he yeah. can you know move around and what have you and you still get a different emotion with him than you do. Like, sure. Like say like Muddy Waters or something. Well, and also I guess the timeline of the blues is so long too, right? You could have someone from like the '30s versus someone this year, yeah. and they're gonna have the one person this year is gonna have all of that time in between, sort of filtered mm. through what they're doing too. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So if uh, people are hearing about you for the first time on the show, hopefully they're not. Hopefully they're already gonna buy the album and go to the show and everything. But what's the best thing for them to do to hear more or to find out, you know, what, what you show, find out where to buy the record? I think we're most active on Instagram, but okay. we also have Facebook. Um, there's a couple songs out on Spotify and iTunes and Google Play and all that stuff. Uh, cool. You can go on YouTube. We have a music video up there now for Try, Try, Try. The bowling one? Yeah. 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 <laughs> that was so much fun. That's a yeah. funny video. Yeah, live footage on YouTube as well. Okay. Filmed by, you know, family, yeah. friends, cool. fans. Cool, cool. <laughs> you know. 
And uh, what else do we talk about? Our, our Roslyn there. We got uh, yeah. We got live at the Roslyn coming up on, on Wednesday the sixth, which will be the day this comes out. So it's perfect. Yeah. This comes out. Yeah. So uh, so that that'll be another uh, little uh, piece there that you can catch us on, uh, and also on you know social media, YouTube, and all that sure. kind of stuff. That's you know that's where where we're at right now until the album uh, is out and. And you get our tangible copies. <laughs> I guess we should mention another very awesome thing about the Village Idiots is that you literally just have to go and search the Village Idiots yeah. on Facebook mm-hmm. in case anyone doesn't know. Yeah. And you can watch from the comfort of wherever yeah, you are. Good. <laughs> yeah, that's a beauty thing. That's it's a great fantastic. thing to do in the wintertime. It's also oh, yeah. during yeah. the weekday. Yeah. You know, absolutely. You know, free absolutely. 45 minute show. Very, yeah. very winter change. Oh, yeah. totally. Yeah, to watch oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One of the most oldest buildings. Yeah. yeah. Just have a fun time. Oh yeah, I've watched most of them, and I've been to one. <laughs> like, I'm just quite happy, quite happy sitting down at home. My kids are in bed. I was like, oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. How was your experience being at the one? Oh, it's fun. It was yeah. fun. Yeah. 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 Yes. yeah, we went to we went to one on uh, Kayla and I uh, just to check out the format. Yeah. Before we went there, and, uh, yeah, really, really fun, really fun time there. Yeah. They, they, they've done so something pretty cozy amazing. little spot. Yeah. Well, I, lived, I lived there for for seven years mm-hmm. in that building. Oh, really? So okay. Okay. Like kind of going home. Going home. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And that format changed significantly because I. You were. The early ones, yeah, with Greg, yeah, when uh, he performed, and it was just on on a phone, on a phone, yeah, right? and you yeah. had to step towards the camera because you couldn't hear the vocals, yeah, so yeah, I remember that. The one, yeah. fact that it evolved, like, well, now it's super professional, yeah. And everything, yeah. Yeah. multiple yeah. camera angles, yeah, yeah. 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 That, you know, you arrived like, when. Well, I think it was Greg that actually suggested. Um, oh yeah, they had yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And then it evolved from there. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny because like they've been, you know, they've been doing it for oh, I don't know four years or something. I've been doing this for quite a bit longer, and I still haven't changed from my format equipment. Wise. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a little recorder in the middle of the room. And I've watched those. I've watched those guys like you know they got a huge team now and all these cameras and shit. Well, it works. Like, this this works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So what what are the details of the uh, release show again? Just to remind people. Uh, March 22nd at times change, um, I think 9. Uh, it, it doors at 8 o'clock, uh, the, the loose start at 10 o'clock usually, it's a first band is, uh, who, I don't even know the The Great Steelhead. Great Steelhead then first, then we're going to be second. And then, no, no, we're, we're, we're second. second. I think and we're going to go close yeah. yeah, and then Tim's will close it up so we can go and mingle with you guys if you're around and, uh, press the flesh as it were. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, so, uh, 10 o'clock start, doors at 8, and... I don't even know what the what what, what is the uh, tickets? Ten bucks? Is it ten at the door? Ten at the door. Ten yeah. at the door. Yeah. And I think we're just doing t- just uh, uh, tickets at the door. Not even tickets. Stamp yep. at the door. Keep it garage. You know. And just <laughs> keeping it keeping in mind that it is a smaller venue, so it will fill up faster. Yeah. Sure. People. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You don't. Yeah, it's gonna dual as my birthday party. I've decided. Oh yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday. That's awesome. Okay, well, people should definitely check that out. Uh, you should check out the Live of the Roslyn today. <laughs> it's very awkward to say that. Because, but yeah, today, it's happening today. Turn it off right now. Um, and uh, yeah, check go, go online to Instagram, uh, Facebook, all that. Will you have a band camp and stuff when the album comes out? Yes. Presumably? Okay. Yes, I should probably put a band camp up, yeah. And then it'll be available at shows and yep. any stores, or is that still sort of to be figured out? Uh, still kind of figuring that out, but definitely online. Okay. Um, and then we'll have some physical copies if people want to buy physical copies. Cool, too, cool. So. Okay. Okay, awesome. Uh, yeah, if you want to hear more episodes of this show, go to witchpolice.com. You can hear all 360 whatever episodes uh, going back to 2012 if you are you really hate yourself and <laughs> you don't want to listen to some bad, some bad radio from seven years ago. <laughs> but there's some good stuff too, uh, mostly the recent ones. <laughs> you can also tune in uh, to UMFM on Sundays at midnight, and those are older episodes that kind of get a boost, uh, like a second wind. So this is, uh, what, March now? When I air till June or something, at which point 
the CD's already out. So you yeah. could be driving in your car at midnight, listening to this, and you could just go, I guess, the next morning and <laughs> buy, buy, buy the CD from, you know, wherever you buy CDs. So. Absolutely. So yeah, awesome. Thanks for, yeah, thanks for having thank me. You. Yeah, thanks for thanks having for us, man. Right on. Taking our pictures down from the wall.